People are governed by their physical senses are not supposed to have access to other. Calculations first before revelation is carnality. Carnality doesn't work the things of God. You have to get it straight. It's either you are spiritual or you are what? Carnal. Anytime you are calculating without first and foremost revelating, let me put it that way, there's a word like that, you are carnal. So let's quickly look at levels of growth in grace and truth. This is the same thing, almost the same thing with growing in, you know, spiritual things like uh, growing onto spiritual maturity. But we'll look at that later in details. But there are certain things I'd like you to know that we belong to a, a state in the realm of the spirit right now. All right? Just like when you were born, you were a baby, and then you grew up to be a child, and then from there, you become an adult, or a youth, a teenager, a youth, and an adult. All right? So, um, I want to have two categories in this teaching. And then knowing the state you belong to will really help you, because you won't need to be mad with yourself. A child is a child. There's nothing he can do for himself. So if you realize you're a child, you will be humble to learn what you need to learn in order to grow. If you think as a child, you should hone a duplex, which you know in reality in the physical, a child cannot hold a duplex, a child cannot impregnate and be productive. So if you find out you are not productive, and you are seeing other people being productive, and you are forcing it into real life, you realize you are making a mistake. If you know your state, then you know you need to grow in order to be able to achieve certain things. I hope you are getting what I'm saying. You will not be living a frustrated life. There is no need for you to live a frustrated life when you know that this is your level or your state in the realm of the spirit. I hope that is clear. Okay? So that is what we want to look into. This teaching will help you to know your state in the realm of the spirit. So I have two different categories, but before I go there, let's quickly start with second, First Corinthians chapter 2. In First Corinthians chapter 2, uh, in chapter 1, he wrote to the Corinthians, he was telling them about the, 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 the wisdom of this world and the foolishness of God. He said the foolishness of God is wiser than the wisdom of this world. That is nothing to be compared with the foolishness of God, talking about the wisdom of this world. He said God has chosen the debased things to confound the wise. God has chosen the foolish things of this world to confound the wise. And most of the time, if you check that First Corinthians chapter, chapter, uh, chapter 1, from verse 1 to the end, he was actually talking about us has been the foolish things that God has chosen to confound the world. Alright? Because people don't believe that great things can emerge from people who, who it's not today that they look down on Christians as being non-intelligent. Are you getting what I'm saying? People who follow Christ who can't really you know, really think out things by themselves. Jesus Christ speaking in Matthew chapter 11, he said, you have eaten these things from the wise, and you have shown it to the babes. So he's talking about people who are simple, full of faith, naive, ignorant, innocent, the babes. He said, then you have confounded the wise by the babes. You have shown the revelation that you have kept from the foundation of the world from. Are you getting what I'm saying? So to you now is giving the key to understand the mysteries of God. Okay? 
the sophisticated don't have access to it, but because you are born into the family, you have access to it. So he was talking about that, and Paul said, I've not come to you with excellency of speech, all right, but I've come in demonstration of power. He said, because that's what the kingdom is all about. And then he said that your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. That is chapter 2, verse 4 and 5. Then he continued to explain it, that there is a hidden wisdom by which we speak. He said, if so hidden from the world, but revealed to us by the Spirit of God. High has not seen, he has not heard, neither has he come into the heart of men, what God has in store for us, for, for those who love him. He said, but he has revealed them by the Spirit of the Lord. All right? And so let's read from there now. He has revealed them by the Spirit of the Lord, yea, the deep things of God. Verse 11, he said, For what man knows the things of a man except the spirit of the man which is in him? Even so, no one knows the things of God except the spirit of God. So can you see the way he used man to describe God? He said, as you are seated, nobody knows your things or what they are thinking except you. He said, your spirit knows what is in you. Are you getting what I'm saying? He said, exactly the spirit of God knows what God is actually are thinking or is doing. All right. So he says, verse 12, Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit, of, the spirit who is from God. So that means we ought to know the things of God because we have the spirit of God. He says, we have received the spirit not of the world. So the world has its own spirit, but the spirit who is from God, that we might know the things that have been freely given to us by God. So that means one of the reasons for having the Holy Spirit is not just to speak in tongues, all right? It's also to know the things that have been freely given to us by God. So it means that concerning your health, concerning your marriage, concerning whatever, the Holy Spirit will not put you in the dark. Verse 13, he said, These things we also speak, not in words, which man's wisdom teaches, but which the Holy Spirit teaches, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. But the natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit of God. Now, the first category, I want to talk about two kinds of level, the natural man and the spiritual man. He said, the natural man does not receive the things of God. The natural man does not receive the things of God. So I'll tell you who a natural man is. Look at it. He said, for they are foolishness to him. That's why he was using the word foolishness for those who believe. He said, God has chosen the foolish things of this world. That word foolish things of this world will be interpreted in the light of the senseless things of this world. All right? The unscientific things or non-scientific things of this world. All right? To confound the wise. Now, he said, For they are foolishness to him, nor can, they, can he know them, because they are spiritually designed. You actually design Christ to be born again. Do you understand when the word was preached to you, you've designed that the Spirit, the Spirit of God, you know, impress the word in your heart, and then you design the love of God for you. And when you design the love of God, then you responded to that love, and that's how you got born again. It's designed. He said the things of God are designed. They are designed. Now, there's something I will tell you in the course of the teaching. Once you are distracted, then you leave the realm of discernment. Are you getting what I'm saying? It's either you are distracted or you can design the things of the Spirit. And one of the things that fasting will do to us is to help us to cut off from the hustling and bustling of the activities of the world or the 
commercial, whatever of the world, and then connect to God in an easy way to really be able to discern his will for us in a particular situation. That is very important. He said the spiritual things are designed. So it means a spiritual man, all right, can design. A spiritual man can what? Can design. So a natural man cannot design. Cannot receive the things of God. Look at it like an antenna. You can't receive signal if you if you don't connect. If you if you don't have the device with which to receive that signal. Are you getting what I'm saying? You can't receive the things of God. You don't have the mechanism. You don't have what it takes spiritually to receive the things of God. But you see, we have what it takes to receive the things of God. Because we are born again. Glory to God. Somebody say, I have what it takes to receive the things of God. Yeah, you can design. You were born with a designing mechanism. Did you get that? So you have what it takes to receive the things of God. The challenge is oftentimes we are distracted. We, use, we refuse to use the tool. We refuse to use the grace that God has given unto us. The Bible says he reveals the things of God to us. Alright? So he reveals it. That's what the scripture says. He said, but he who is spiritual judges all things. You see that? He said, yet he himself is rightly judged by no one. It means that there is no situation that can condemn you. There is no situation that can come to you unaware. All right? Once you design things in the realm of the spirit, you judge them. Um, once you design this is the will of God for you in your life, um, this is the will of God for you maritally, this is the will of God for you uh, business-wise, ministry-wise, career-wise, then you start judging things. What that word, you know, can be translated. You know, I taught a message long time ago on um, um, judgmental statement. Now, old folks can remember that message. Now, judgmental statement, as you know, is when somebody just look at you and, and judge you from afar, conclude about you, condemn you. That's what he thinks judgmental statement is all about. No, he says by the mount of two or three witnesses, the mount, the word, uh, the the what the matter is established. So what that means, he says that bind on heart and it shall be bound in heaven. What that word actually means is judge on the earth. Then the supreme court of heaven will seal it. We are heavenly legislators that operate on the earth. The will, don't forget the Bible says your word is said to, and it's said to where? In heaven, right? Good. But we legislate what is settled in heaven and enforce it on the earth. Do you understand? Now, you have respect for traffic orders because there is a power that works behind their hands. Are you getting what I'm saying? That's judgment on the earth. When a traffic order says stop, all the vehicle does what? Stop. It might be a tiny looking, soft looking, a gentle young lady once he raised she raises her hands what you respect all the vehicles including trailer stop all the heavy trucks stop because there is an invisible power behind her hand or her tiny hand <laughs> praise god so it's not it's not about your size it's not about your look it's not about your height it's not about it's about who is in you glory to god so when you take that invisible power and release it on the earth, in terms of statement, you are judging matters on the earth. 
You are legislating. That word, bound on earth and bound in heaven, it will bound in heaven, it also means disallow on the earth and it shall be disallowed in heaven. Prohibit on the earth and it shall be prohibited in heaven. When I read that statement at times, that Matthew um, 8, 18. Do you know that I found out that whatever is not right that is in our life, we are the ones that allow it? Because we are not judging matters. Are you getting what I'm saying? And the reason why you are not judging matters is that you are being judged. And what that means is that it looks like you are not spiritually designing the will of God for you in that particular situation. I hope that is clear. And that's why it looks like the situation is judging you. All right? He said, for who has known the mind of the Lord that he may instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. Glory to God. Somebody say, I have the mind of Christ. Say it like three more times. Say, I have the mind of Christ. I have the mind of Christ. I have the mind of Christ. So you see that. You have the mind of Christ. What that means is this. The Holy Spirit revealed the things of Christ in your spirit. And then it becomes your own imagination. Your thoughts, you know, remember in, the, in Isaiah, he said, your thoughts are not my thoughts. He said, your thought is far as, as, as east is from the west. Your thoughts, do you understand? But in the New Testament, he has given us the mind of Christ, with which we can design and decode the thought of God. You get that, all right? So we have the mind of Christ. We have the mind of Christ. Now, a baby is a human being. I, I hope you know. A baby is a human being with all the futures. It's just that they are not developed. Are you getting what I'm saying? So if you see a full-grown person now that has beards, have um, every other thing, but they were not there when they were born. But we know these beards was developments that brings them out. When they were born, it wasn't physically showing, but it was there. Are you getting what I'm saying? So, whether you're a baby, born a spiritual baby, and then, or you're a child, or you're an adult, all right? You are an entity, a person in Christ Jesus that has the capacity for whatever God will want you to do. You get what I'm saying? The capacity for growth. So now, um, let's cross to chapter 3. He said, and I, brethren, could not speak to you as to spiritual people. Can you see that? So don't forget, he says, we have the mind of Christ because we are the spiritual people. Don't forget, he first talked about natural. So in this category one, you have two kinds of people. You have a natural man, and then you have a supernatural man. Everyone who is born again, whether a child or a baby or an adult or a youth in Christ... Is spiritual, is supernatural. Let me use the word supernatural. I hope that is clear. Supernatural because you are born into Christ. You have moved from darkness into the kingdom of his dear son, according to the scripture. You are supernatural. A natural man is an unbeliever, spiritually dead, insensitive, and is a child of disobedience. Already on his way to experience the wrath of God. But thank God for the love of Christ that has died for everybody. Jesus died for everybody. So now, we know a natural man. So we're not talking about natural men here. Okay? 
We are talking about supernatural man. Now, under that supernatural man, the category one, all right, is natural and supernatural. Now, under the supernatural, we have two major categories. Now, we have the carnal and we have the spiritual. I hope you are getting that. We have the carnal, we have the spiritual. Now, the word carnal means the fleshy or the fleshly. Somebody who is governed by his five physical senses. Everything, every decision is by five physical senses and is supernatural. Are you getting what I'm saying? All right? I'll explain it like this. Somebody who does not deliver, though he has the mechanism to design spiritual things. The mechanism I'm talking about is the Holy Ghost that helps you to design the things of God, spiritual things, so that you can compare spiritual with the spiritual. But he ignores them and depends on his five physical senses to take decisions. To live. All right? This is the use of five physical senses. If you are hungry, you know it's time for you to eat, right? That's five physical senses. Now, have you ever been hungry in the spirit before then you know it's time to eat? Are you getting what I'm saying? You know how to respond. When you see fire, you know it's danger because your physical senses interpret the whole message and tells you it's either to go and pick fire extinguisher or to completely disappear from the scene. Have you ever sensed a danger in the realm of the spirit before that require a response? Are you getting what I'm saying? Or you are just living like every other person? How do you interpret your dreams? How is dreams to you? Is a dream a tool by which God used to convey certain message in order for you to have an understanding of something that is trying to communicate to you in order for you to act in such a way or dream is what I'm thinking. You know, it's very funny. Referring to the Corinthian church or Corinthian churches as being carnal. Do you know you refer to them as being carnal? Do you know you refer to them? That you are anointed does not mean you are not carnal. That you are gifted does not mean you are not carnal. Oftentimes, we have given pulpits to carnal people to come and talk in church. People who are governed by their physical senses are not supposed to have access to altar. Whether to sing or to speak or to even make announcements or to do anything at all. And I'm, tell you, I'm telling you the truth. 99% of every church is full of carnal people, including here. People who are governed by, the, by their five physical senses. And it's dangerous in the body of Christ. I was speaking with somebody today. I said, I found out. I said, the reason why a man of God will fall or will make a mistake and everybody will go into what is called hasty, fallacy of hasty generalization and everybody will start thinking everybody is like that or something. And most of the people who think like this are even Christians is because they are shallow. They cannot design 
Do you understand? They can't even design beyond the mistake the man makes. They can't even design beyond. Maybe somebody just stole money or have financial scandal. They say all of them are the same. Or a brother just fell, or something something happens to his sister. See, that's why Bible says in Galatians chapter six verse one, he said, "If your brother be found in a fault, you that you are spiritual, do you see that he was not talking to those who are carnal, because they don't have the power to restore." Look at what he says. He said, "And I, brethren, could not speak unto you as unto spiritual, but as unto what carnal, even as unto babes in Christ." Now, who are babes? Carnal people. Kana people, Kana people, their decisions about marriage is completely physical. Does she have a first class? Fantastic. Where does she walk? All right. Everybody seems to be calculating now. Anytime you are calculating without first and foremost revelating, let me put it that way, there's a word like that, you are Kana. Calculations first before revelation is carnality. Calculations first before revelation is carnality. Moses could not have calculated Red Sea parting. Jordan could not have parted by calculation. Look at everything God did in the scripture. There was completely shutdown of senses. The senses could not have worked for Mary to conceive without a man. Carnality doesn't work the things of God. You have to get it straight. It's either you are spiritual or you are what? Carnal. And we have dickies in church who are carnal. Turn spiritual things into politics within the church. Turns their position manipulating people. Carnality everywhere. Alright? Even people are being called into ministries now and they are canon. In those days, let me tell you something. According to the scripture, it occurs to me that we are supposed to have this category unique in the church. We should know that these are matured people in the things of God and these are people who are being matured in the things of God. Even though those who are matured are still learning. Are you getting what I'm saying? And that is why Paul referred to some people as elderly women that they should teach younger ladies in church to shun busy bodiness. To stop being busy body and talking and gossiping and doing in unnecessary things all over the place. Putting them through. Are you getting what I'm saying? He referred to masters to teach the people who are their servants. Because they know mother. He said, can them of double honors, elders that labor in the world. They have grown to the point that it's their maturity that makes them elders, not positions. I listened to a man of God in effect, and I cannot forget it in my life. Long time, when I was in Anglican, so we invited him. As part of the people I invited him, he said, if you are anointed, if you are anointed, if you are truly anointed and you are at the back of the church, you will not know when you start ministering in the front of the church. He said, you don't need to get yourself into politics and disturb yourself. You just stay away. And truly, that's what happens to me. In fact, such people, they don't like to show themselves. It's carnality that likes to show. That is the truth. It's carnality. 
scalability. You, they can't spiritually discern the things of God. When things happen, they cannot turn to God and say, God, what is what is actually what is what is happening behind what is happening? What is the secret of what is going on? So what do you think we should do about it? Are you getting what I'm saying? It's kind of people that something will be happening on the on the surface or in, in the physical, and then they respond to it in the physical, and they don't even know what is really going on in the spirit. Are you getting what I'm saying? And then they respond to it in the physical, they don't go back. If you are sack at work, what does it mean to you? If you are just employed, what does it mean? Are you getting what I'm saying? Do you just turn it, you turn it into celebration, you are celebrating, you just got married now, what does it mean? Some people get married, let me tell you, you might have gotten married into a battle and you don't know. And you are unprepared. And you are carried away by the celebration. And then you are doing uh, automatic, automated uh, banger and all those stuff. And then you are just jumping up and down. And then you, are, you get it only for you to realize that your own life too is about to be quenched as the fireworks fizzle out. Are you getting what I'm saying? Because you have to spiritually discern. There are friends that come to you, there are people you work with, you just spiritually discern. Are you getting what I'm saying? You just spiritually discern. Have you noticed that when you are fasting, except if God does not deal with you very well. I mean, if you, there's a way you are more sensitive. Are you getting what I'm saying? Now, listen. If fasting makes you sensitive, and then when you break, you cannot be sensitive, then you are kind of. If you cannot be sensitive ordinarily, and it's fasting that has to make you sensitive, because before, you should be sensitive, and fasting will make you super sensitive. Are you, are you getting what I'm saying? Fasting makes you super sensitive. That's why you are walking on the road like this, you are seeing things. You don't understand. Or God is telling you things that are so many that you have to sit down somewhere and pack and write. Do you get what I'm saying? And somebody is looking at me and saying, hey, which one is my own? Am I a pastor? <laughs> Am I a pastor? All right. You're not a pastor. It's just that you like to employ 50,000 people in Africa. And so you think that as a believer, as a spiritual person, you should just go ahead and employ 50,000 people in Africa. All right? By designing the books that have been written by Steve Jobs. Hmm? And when you now have cancer, and you have only employed 5,000, and they said that in one year you die, they will now start spiritually designing things. Galatians chapter 6 verse 1. I want to show you something. Because we have given Kana people the jobs of spiritual people. And let me tell you, it's a great mistake in church. I have made it many times too. But I'm, I'm praying that God should just help me. Because let me not deceive you. Our church should be turned into a teaching ground. Where people need to feed fast. And grow fast. People need to be catalyzed. People need to be fertilized. 
so that you can GMO messages. Are you getting what I'm saying? You can grow fast. Because it looks like activities, leadership, responsibilities, is we have gone too far in that compared to our level of growth in him. Are you getting what I'm saying? And in most cases, we interpret activities as spiritualities. Church of God in Corinth, they jump up and down. Don't forget, they have gift of the spirit that they don't know about. Paul had to write them and be telling them there is word of knowledge. There is word of wisdom. You know it was the same church. They have gift of the spirit. They will speak in tongues. They will disrupt the service. Do you understand? He had to be telling them to do things in order. It's the same people that will come to church and eat only communion as if they are eating their normal meal. Different. And by all their activities, you think they are what? Spiritual. You think they are spiritual. Paul wrote to them, he said, you are babies. Now, if you are told you are a baby, how will you feel? If you first feel that that kind somebody can be telling me I'm a baby, that is actually that feeling actually confirms that you are a baby. He said, How can you do like that? I said, Me? The way you say me, the arrogance. Do you understand? The arrogance, the nature of do you get what I'm saying? What is going on behind the scene? What is going on in your heart? Actually, you know yourself. You know yourself. You are not dead in the spirit. That's unbelievers. But all your antennas to pick signals are as dead as anything. Because that you have your phone does not mean it's connecting. Brethren, if a man be overtaken in a fault, or in a fault, yes, ye, which are what? Do you know what's referring to the, to the church of Galatia? The Galatian churches that there are not many of you that are spiritual, but I want the people that are spiritual to, re- to take that responsibility. It's not many of you. It's like you that you are spiritual. You see that? NKJV. Restore such an one in the spirit of meekness, considering yourself lest thou also be tempted. You don't have NKJV. Consider, do you have NKJV? Please, can you read if you have NKJV? I'm very fast. Brethren, if a man is overtaken in any trespass, mm-hmm. you who are spiritual, restore such a one. Brethren, that's everybody, right? He said restore. Such a one in a spirit of gentleness. Yes. Considering yourself less, you also be tempted. He says spiritual people can be tempted. Then the kind of people are dead. The spiritual people can be tempted. The kind of people are gone. He said the man that is overtaken in a fault, what has happened to him, all right, in your spiritual family, can extend to others. Just like the success of any man in that spiritual family can extend to others. He said the mistake of that man can extend to others. He said you quickly arrest it by taking care of that person and restore the person. 
But he said it's not everybody that can do it. Because there are some of you who will gossip about the person. There are some of you who will talk the person down. There are some of you who will condemn the person. He said that's a sign of carnality. He said, but the ones that is spiritual will see to the restoration of that person. Praise God. The message you are hearing today is an humbling message. It won't humiliate you, but it will humble you. So a supernatural man, a carnal man is a supernatural man, a spiritual man is a supernatural man. That is a man who is governed by the by his physical senses, even though he's spiritually alive. He's spiritual, but he lives like a mere man. He lives like an ordinary man. You know, when an extraordinary person is living like a, an ordinary person. Alright? He demotes himself. Or he has refused to go into that extraordinariness that God has made him to be. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 1 to 3, 11 to 12. Let's quickly say it quickly. There's something I would like to pass across there. Quick. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 1 to 3. If you are there, can you say amen? And you he made alive. Now, talking about we being alive in Christ, who were dead in trespasses and sins, in which you once walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit who now works in the sons of disobedience. Can you see what controls unbelievers? Prince of the power of the air, and sometimes they infiltrate believers. Verse 3. Among whom also we all once conducted ourselves in the lust of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature children of wrath, just as the others. You see that? Now, but God, who is rich in mercy, so talked about how we got born again. Now, go to verse 11. He said, Therefore, remember that you, once Gentiles in the flesh, who are called a or circumcision by what is called the circumcision made in the flesh by hands, that at that time you were without Christ, being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel, strangers and strangers from the covenant of promise, having no hope and without God in this world. But now, somebody say, but now. now. So you see what has happened? You were like that, but now. In Christ Jesus, who you in Christ Jesus, you who once were far off have been brought near by the blood of Jesus. But now, the challenge is you have refused to grow. Possibly. Come on. Romans chapter 8 verse... Um, let's see verse 1 first. Romans chapter 8 verse 1. He said, there is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, whether babies, children, adults. No condemnation. Now look at what it says. Who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the what? Spirit. So what that means is that they are sensitive to the dictates of the spirit. They are governed. Are you getting what I'm saying? They are governed 
by spiritual sense organs, senses. There is a sense of the spirit. Hmm? You are governed by that, not physical senses. That's why Apostle Paul wrote to the Corinthians and said, For we walk not by sight, not by sensory perceptions, but by what? By faith. And faith is what God says. Are you getting what I'm saying? So at this state of my life, what should I do about my business? You're asking God. Are you getting what I'm saying? God is saying something about every detail of our life. God. All of us repent after this message. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has made me free from the law of sin and death. You see that? So let me quickly go to verse 7. It says, because the carnal mind is enmity against God. See verse... Uh, let's see verse uh, 3. Let's go to verse 3. For what the law could not do in that it was weak through the flesh, God did by sending his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh on account of sin. He condemned sin in, in the flesh. That the righteous requirements of the law might be fulfilled in us who do not walk according to the flesh but according to the spirit. Now there are people who argue that the, uh, verse 1 does not have according to the spirit. Walk according to the spirit. So, But then you can see it in verse 4 now. So if it's not in verse 1, it's in verse the hypergrace people. They argue it. Yes, that once you are in Christ, there is no condemnation for you. We know. But the Bible says that you must walk according to the Spirit. Are you getting what I'm saying? He is in verse 4. You can't remove that. Verse 5. He said, For those who live according to the flesh set their minds on the things of the flesh. Can you see that? Jewelries are more precious to them than the things of God. Crusades don't make meaning to most Christians now. Crusades. So winning. The things of the Spirit. You don't understand what we are saying? Because if you go down in this thing, the reason why you are not giving is because you are carnal. You will never see any baby giving. In fact, babies will take poison and they are taking it to their mouth. Always taking, always taking is a sign that you are a baby. Always taking. And anything they lay their hands upon, whether speaker or water or sand or anything, is going to their mouth. Always taking. Because the position of a carnality, you are living according to the flesh, you are self-centered. You are selfish and egoistic. And anything you can't get to make noise about. I will give you some of the stuff so you just know that these are my features. You just know. I'll give you. I need to just adjust. Don't marry a baby. If your partner cannot give, then it's a baby. The marriage is not for spiritual babies. They mind the things of the flesh, set their minds on the things of the flesh, but those who live according to the spirit, the things of the spirit. Now, that doesn't mean that if you are spiritual, there are things of this world you will not use, but they are not your priorities. As a matter of fact, you use them to glorify God. You use them to advance the kingdom. Is that clear? Yes, a spiritual man knows that I don't need a car if Christ is not going to be glorified right in the car. And I'm not talking about you coming to use it to show and sharing dangerous testimonies. No, I'm talking about we moving the car. There was a picture I posted on my Instagram recently, some times ago, 
the man of God was going to Portacos to hold a crusade, they needed some truck to come and move the dirt they are packing in the stadium. People came with their Lexus Jeep, Jeep of about 50 million. They were packing dirt inside the back, the boot of the car. They made mess of what people glorify on the earth in order for God to be glorified. Apart from making themselves available, top executive officers eh? who will leave their executiveness and stay as an usher in church, who will not seek front row for them to sit down because they are now being commissioned to be commissioner or, or senator. Are you getting what I'm saying? Some of these things might be funny to you, but when you move to the corridor of power, you start seeing your self coming out. It's then some of you will realize that how have you been coping sitting down with everybody you are sitting down with here? Because all of a sudden you'll have grown wings and you'll not be looking down on every other person. Then you stop picking your calls. You have entered a new level now. Dean Pastor used to say it, that once you enter a new level, those who cannot move with you, they automatically sideline. They will now twist the message to suit their selfishness and carnality. These guys were so bad that some of them were sleeping with their father's wives and all those stuff. You know there are issues now in Corinth. Uh, look at what it says in verse 6. It says, For to be carnally minded is what? Death. It said, To be governed by physical senses is death. But to be spiritually minded is what? Life and peace. What that means is this. Your mind, focus on God. Looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of your faith. Your mind is sensitive to his will. What, what is he saying? What is he saying? You know, until you realize that there is a video they worked at the creative department work on uh, and they sent it away. I was saying that, uh, that the promptings of the Spirit one of the services. And that's why those videos are very important. Because it reminds you of some of the messages. And they just stay with you. The ones that have been released, some of you, those things, they stay with you because you listen to it. Probably you listen to it over and over again. So, you know, I was saying that there's a way by which God leads you. Once you get uncomfortable about certain things, is a prompting of the Holy Spirit. There are things that people, God goes extra mile to make them uncomfortable about, but they can't still sense it. And then you see, plug themselves inside it. And when they face trouble, they'll come back to the Holy Spirit. And when they can't really design the Holy Spirit again, then they go to the physical person they can really relate with, which is pastor. Thank God I don't fast for people asking for bonfita. You fast until you are thirsty. It's canal people that they fast for. One Mickey Mouse spirit somewhere. They're asking you for bonfita and money for them to fast for you. Because the carnal mind is enmity against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, nor indeed can be. Look at it. So then, those who are in the flesh cannot what? Please God. But you are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. If indeed the spirit of God dwells in you, now, if anyone does not have the spirit of, of Christ, he is not his. Now, look at it. 
It's now two dimensions now. He's now saying, Oga, you are not in the flesh, you are born again, right? But you don't allow the flesh to rule you. You see that? That's why I went on to say that if the spirit of him that raised Jesus from the dead lives in you, vitalize your mortal body, and blah, blah, blah. Let me just give you about seven different um, distinctive features you can see. Spiritual people are true worshippers. Praise the Lord. I want you to rise up and begin to pray in the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Let's just quickly take note of this, and probably I will continue with category two uh, next week. Number one. Spiritual people are true worshippers who worship God in spirit and in truth. You can have your seat. John 4.24, you know that, that God seeks those who worship him in spirit and in truth. Alright? So Philippians chapter 3 verse 3. Philippians chapter 3 verse 3. So carnal people are not people. They are true worshippers, but they don't worship God in spirit and in truth. Because already they have that configuration to worship God as a true worshiper. Are you getting what I'm saying? But they don't do it in spirit and in truth. The motives, it's wrong. All right? Playing politics. And you know, carnality is not about age. Don't think Dickens is spiritual, white new first-timer is carnal. No. Are you getting what I'm saying? Carnality is not by appearance. He wears tie, he wears suit, looking like John Boyan is spiritual. Why this one is looking at Sister Sabina is carnal. No. Are you getting what I'm saying? Tie toba, wearing basket is spiritual. Why this one is wearing one gown? We don't know whether it's short or long, is carnal. No. Are you getting what I'm saying? No. For we are the circumcision which worship God in the spirit and rejoice in Christ and have no confidence in the world. Uh, so you see, carnal people who have confidence in the flesh. True worshippers don't have confidence in the flesh. I hope that is clear. Number two, they grow in grace and in the knowledge of truth. They are people who are passionate about God's truth. He wants to know the truth, what God is saying concerning a particular matter. And these ones are just taunted in grace and truth. I mean the kind of people. Next one. Sensitive to the things of the spirit. Spiritual people are sensitive to the things of the spirit. You know, how you know, you see, sometimes when we come together in church, if you want to really test people, if you have been practicing something, it will not be long for you to pick it. Are you getting what I'm saying? Say, okay, stop praying in the Holy Spirit. If I say that now, I say you see things, you will hear things. Those who have not been practicing will not see things till we, we end the prayer. Let's say it's 30 minutes in the wounds. They might have to stay there for like maybe seven hours before they will see. They are as blind as bats, even though their eyes has been given to them in the Spirit. They can see. Are you getting what I'm saying? They can't see. They can't see. And you know the funniest thing, the danger of it, the dangerous thing is, you wake up and act like it does not happen. That's the dangerous thing. You wake up and just ignore it. 
You miss Monday, early morning, you're fellowshipping with God, you miss Tuesday, you miss Wednesday, you don't even come to church or midweek service, you, don't, you do like it. So you are used to heat coming on Sunday to collect fire in order to, do you understand, to like be gingered a bit. And let me tell you, except if you are not spiritually sensitive, even when you come on Sunday, it's towards the end of service you will be starting, you will now start connecting. It's towards the end of service. And life is now made so configured, so easy for people now to be more carnal. There are people who don't go anywhere, who just worship online. That feeds your ego more. You know why? When you come into the gathering of the brethren, there is something that happens. It's a spiritual atmosphere. The atmosphere in your room can never be compared with the one you are watching online. It can be a different atmosphere. The atmosphere where they are worshipping might be completely different from what you are, your, the atmosphere in your house. So the Bible that says that don't forsake the assemblies of the, of the brethren is not actually, he knows that at a point there will be internet. Are you getting what I'm saying? There was no internet then, but he knew that at a point some people will start saying that don't go to church. Are you getting what I'm saying? So they are sensitive to the things of the spirits. Romans chapter 8 verse 14. Romans chapter 8 verse 14. Look at what the scripture says there. Romans chapter 8 verse 14. It says, For as many are led by the Spirit of God, they are what? Sons of God. Now, this word son, the son here, is from the word heals. Somebody who has been trained and is matured. You see that? He's matured to decode God's signals, to obey, to follow. If you go to Galatia, it said, a is a a child is not different from a slave. If go to Galatians chapter four, a child is not different from a slave. A ear, a ear is not different from a slave as long as it's a child. Look at it. He said, "Now I say that the ear, as long as it's a child, different nothing from a servant or a slave." Though he be Lord of all. So what he's saying is this. Even though God has made you the Lord of all, as long as you are a child, you cannot actually be physically in charge of all that God has made you to be. Do you get what we're saying? So it's not God's fault. Oh, it's not pastor's fault. Oh, it's not your neighbor's fault in church. Oh. Eh? Should I shock you? It's not the witches and wizards in your village. It's not their fault. Hmm? They are the one that refuse to grow. As long as you are a child, even though you have access to all the property, it says you are not different from a slave. So they are sensitive to the things of the spirit. They are led. They bear witness. The spirit bear witness within our spirit that we are children of God. That's Romans chapter 8, verse 11. These ones are not. They are not sensitive. Kana people are full of flesh. They are not sensitive. They are the ones that will look at offers and look for the biggest, the one with biggest money. They are not sensitive. They will look at countries and they go to the, the one with the biggest GDP. Are you getting what I'm saying? Or security and all that. They just go. They are just. They go with flag of nation. 
There are people that can easily be tossed to and fro. That's why the Bible says you must not remain a child. I'm not a child that is easily thrown to and fro by every wind of doctrine. And I'm going to get there because the second category did not put it in two, carnal and spiritual. The second category is in baby, babyhood, childhood, and adulthood, or manhood. There we'll be able to really look into the details. Even as a baby, there are different categories or different levels in that babyhood. <laughs> uh, it's still a baby, but he has stopped taking breast milk. It's now taking food. Are you getting what I'm saying? The main, maybe swallow or something. But then you see development there. You used to cry in the night. That stopped. You see development there that is growing, but it's still a baby. Do you understand? It looks like okay, there are in, there are immature baby or there are maturing and maturing babies. Do you get what I'm saying? There are ones that are not growing up. They just want to hold on to the breast milk. I was sharing with um, Pastor Mayor in the office before I came. I said that the church has really damaged people. And we are going back there. Strong leadership is what can help your life. There is nothing else. You can't, you can't even be diplomatic about it. In Israel, they celebrate a baby that is wind. You know what that means? They create a feast to celebrate that a baby is wind. Recently, one of the babies in church was crying. And I asked the parents, ah, what's going on? He wasn't crying like this before. And I said, that, ah, it's been wind that the reason for the cry is because that they have to forcefully take that thing away. There are certain things that you must be forcefully delivered from. Do you understand? There are too many people with feeding bottles in church. You don't understand? It's terrible. And we give them responsibilities. And people think that if you have been there for five years, ten years, that's what determines your growth or maturity. It's not. It's not the same thing. There are people you respect that you are older than in the realm of the spirit. More mature than in the realm of the spirit. There are people with titles. How can a baby be given a title? He's dead. He's dead in spiritual things because title will force remove the sense, the spiritual sense. And you know, as they celebrate the feast, as they win the baby, they are deliberate in their culture. Before you can be called a son, there's a celebration. You'll have gone through tutorials. You remember that adoption. That is when the father can say that I gave birth to you does not mean you can hold my property in their culture. You are a child. But when they now do the celebration of that adoption as a son, it is then you now have the right to represent the father, speak for the father. You now govern like you are in charge of the inheritance. Israelites do it. That you are a child does not mean you are a son. You've got to be trained to be a son. Think like the father, talk like the father, rule or reign like the father. Is that clear? And that is strong leadership. If it's not there, forget it. And let me tell you, in their culture, it's the same way. As you are bringing that son for adoption, for celebration, and for recognition, 
you are bringing the ones that you have trained to, that have refused to be trained to become, you are bringing them for serious torture, exposure, a disclaimer. You understand what I'm talking about? Like, this one, I have no business with him. He has no right to touch, to touch my property. Yeah, as, as you are doing it for the ones that is being adopted, like a son, being made a son, you are doing it for the other one. You know, he's in our own country, say, ah, but that one does not need now. Uh, let's just do the ones that is uh, 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 uh. you ask because that one will come and give this one problem. So you have to make him known too that we have tried to train him. He's not trained. So government, take notes. He has no business. That's when somebody came to Jesus. Let my brother divide the inheritance with me. Jesus told him, he said, who makes me the divider of your inheritance? He said, the man's life does not consist in the abundance of the things that he possesses. Because in their culture, that guy did not deserve the inheritance. So when I'm trying to take the bottle from your mouth, I will force it out. You might even remove, you might not have teeth. You might not have teeth that time. You might even, and then I will use it to hit your head. Oh! You know what I found out? Go and check people who are smarter among your friends. They have tough parents. At least one. Yes, tough parents. And they look at the way you write eight. How many of you have problem with writing one of the figures or alphabets? And then they tell you to go and get two A exercise book or two B. And you are writing, and you write one alphabet in all the. That is a strong parent. Not necessarily somebody who is beating you now and then, but someone who is firm, who is who is on your case. Do you get what I'm saying? Somebody who is, and you know, let me tell you, you don't know what is really called mentorship. I just look at people. You'll be forcing people to wake up for prayer. You're forcing them to wake up. Why didn't you wake up? You be, do you understand? You don't know. Elijah said, I want double portion. Elijah said, You want double portion? You are asking for a dangerous thing, but it's not me that give whatever portion. I don't even give any portion. I also got my own. But as I am going, if you can see me, and then you see people who call you their spiritual fathers or mentors. When you are going, they are sleeping. You don't understand? And they will appear and be claiming that they are your spiritual sons. Whereas you have gone. Do you understand? And later on, if they start scattering things, you'll be wondering what's wrong with this. What's all this problem? The man has gone. No single spirit. What I'm telling you is very dangerous. That's why I don't like people living with me. I'm not joking. It's more dangerous because if you cannot design the spirit of a man, you'll be familiar with the man. Are you getting what I'm saying? If you cannot design the spirit, you'll be familiar. You'll be, that's why most men of God, they stay away from people. Uh, 
How do you start cabbage stuff? If you, if you, if you cannot, then you're unwinding and you're, you just, hey, everybody just watch. Pastor, look, if you are familiar, you'll be missing out a lot. Even while you are doing all that, you are discerning the spirit. Obedient to the word and spirit. John 8.32, Romans chapter 8, verse 11. They are not obedient to, even though they have the capacity to be obedient. You have shouted on babies and children before. Keep short. They say, that's kind. They continue to cry. If I see you there again, spank you. You have rebuked them many times. Until some parents start saying, are you a goat? It's goats that when they talk to, to leave the place, you will leave and you will still come back. Love work, spiritual people. Love work. Let me tell you, one of the first and major signs of maturity is love work. They forgive easily and they apologize easily. Not the ones that just apologize and say, hey, I've apologized. So. Hmm? Is my apology accepted? Or is it not accepted? I say I have apologized. <laughs> I was listening to a man of God. Was it this morning or yesterday? Was it yesterday? He said people will come and say sorry. Sorry. They said, oh God, you came late. You can't enter. Oh, sorry. 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 Sorry now. And you know what that means? The man of God will say that. What they are expecting is that now that they've said sorry, it's for them to gain entrance. He said in Europe, you say sorry, you go back. Here you say sorry, and you want to enter. <laughs> May God deliver all of us from Africanism. Amen. We want to start designing spirit. I'm not saying we should receive... Europeanism, because their own is worse. But I am telling you that once to start doing things by the Spirit. You see people are saying sorry, and they are not remorseful. Sorry, you. Eh, ah, okay. Sorry. Sorry. You know the attitude is not sorry. Sorry, baby. They don't forgive, they don't apologize easily. The last, the last one is honor. Honor all men, especially people and things of the spirit. Honor, that's number six. Honor all men or things of the spirit. This one's they despise and dishonor people and things of the spirit. It's kind of people, they're the one online. They're the one online. They even claim they have knowledge. They claim they have knowledge. Do you know there are people that are following Daddy Freeze in a spiritual family? <laughs> From a spiritual family, they are following Daddy Freeze. You don't know? There are people who are following... Um, who, else, who else are they following? They're all over the place. When somebody wants to cheap publicity or cheap popularity, they all come out and say, what me that? We know you have been blessed by the insightful teaching of God's Word by Pastor Papa Obisaya, brought to you by Communion Christian Center. For more information on how to be a partner and others, contact plus 234 
or send a mail to talkwayofisayo at gmail.com. Remain blessed as you fulfill your destiny.